0: Hello, my friends, again, and thank you for joining us today on The Daily Dig, where each day we dig into God's Word, searching for truth that will encourage us to deepen our faith. We are living in trying times, and we must strive each day to draw our strength from God's Word. Come along with Jacob Smith as we dig into God's Word together. And welcome to another episode of The Daily Dig. I'm so glad that you've joined us. We are looking at Luke chapter number six. We are getting into the Sermon on the Mount. We are seeing the the Beatitudes. The Lord really gets to this place where he's talking about the blessings and how they don't come from getting things or from doing things, but rather Jesus is getting to the heart and really talking about our attitude. He's talking about being something. You know, the, the, the truth is many of us are faced with this truth of do we have Christ-like character? Are we are going to imitate the Savior? Now, we know that believers are the only ones who can do this. And how do we know this? Well, we know that the Bible says you must be born again. What does that even mean? Well, you know, Nicodemus asked that question, and we know that uh, you can't enter your mother's womb again. But rather, Ephesians explains that we were dead in trespasses and sins, and he quickened us. He made us alive. He indwelt us with the Holy Spirit. And when we walk in the Spirit, we produce Christ-like character. And we must choose to yield our members unto righteousness. So what Jesus did was really focusing, and what he is doing here is focusing on our attitudes, our attitudes toward people, our attitudes towards circumstances, our attitudes towards ourselves, our attitudes toward God. And we see that that really the, these four woes that we're going to be talking about today, they're maybe warnings. Uh, we see that that Wiersbe says this. He says, these four woes share common truth. And this is what he says, and I thought this was really powerful. You take what you want from life and you pay for it. If you want immediate wealth, fullness, laughter, popularity, you can get it. But there is a price, and that is all you will get. See, Jesus did not say these things were wrong. He said that being satisfied with them with them is a judgment in and of themselves. Isn't that powerful? Look with me in, in Luke chapter number 6, verse 24. It says, But woe unto you that are rich, for ye have received your consolation. That's your prize. Woe unto you that are full for ye shall hunger woe unto you that laugh now for ye shall mourn and weep woe unto you when men shall speak well of you for so did their fathers to the false prophets we see that that here Jesus is teaching he says woe unto you that are rich you know this is this isn't obvious to us. If you want to dedicate your life to gaining all the riches of this world, certainly it will be made available to you. And we know for a fact that if there is uh, enough time given towards uh, attention to finances and wealth, you can you have that opportunity here, especially in America. But there are people who, who have given everything, they'll lie, cheat, steal, they'll, they'll give up every form of Godlike character, every bit of Christ-like uh, character, and, and they'll say, "You know what? It does not matter. They'll steal, they'll do illegal, immoral things for money. And my friend, there is nothing in this world worth giving up. You can gain the whole world, the Bible says, and lose your soul. Woe unto you. If that's what you want, you can have it, but that will be your reward. He says, Woe unto you that are full, for ye shall hunger. Well, what does that necessarily mean? It really, these four verses, or three verses rather, 24, 25, and 26, really are the exact opposite of the blessings that we talked about previously. And so, woe unto you that are full. Well, these are the ones that they they have everything these are the ones that they 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 don't have need of anything but what Jesus is saying here is in the end in the end you will hunger you see in the end you'll be missing out on something that is absolutely essential you see there, there is plenty of opportunity now to, to say, I, I don't need the Lord. But one day when we stand before God, one day when we enter into eternity, there will be no more opportunity. There will be no do-overs, if you will. And see, for the believer, he's talking to believers. He's saying, woe unto you that are full. Woe unto you that, that have Everything. For you shall hunger. Oh, you'll desire it later. There's a passage in Hebrews talking about how there is great warning to these people that ought to be teachers. They ought to be handlers of the meat of the word, the great things of the word, and yet they have need to be taught again. We should have a hunger for the word of God. We should have a great appetite for the things of God. You know, it's a great problem for believers that we can go days and days on end without ever hearing from God. And we need to make sure that we value and be well-fed in the Word. We get a meal from the Word of God. And we see here in verse number 25, it says, the, the latter half, it says, Woe unto you that laugh now, for ye shall mourn and weep. Uh, these are people who are constantly looking at at fun. Everything's everything's a joke. Everything's a, always a joke. And here's the here's the truth of it. When you look at these things and you look at that life, there's an opportunity to always find find laughter. Always find a joke. And like I was told as a child, and I, it, to my shame. Life is not always a joke. There is a time that we need to be serious. There's a time that we need to think about the important things of life. Life is built on character. I had a, a pastor friend of mine, a great pastor friend of mine, that talked about Christian character a lot. The Christian character that we have is built on our decisions. And these decisions are an outflow of the beliefs that we have. I believe it was Paul Chapel that said, I don't know if it originated with him, but he said, your beliefs determine your behaviors. And so when we have our beliefs, it will determine our behaviors and our behaviors are an outflow of decisions that we have made. Will they be one of character? See, it says this in verse number 26, Woe unto you, when all men shall speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. You know, there are are many people that will say the things that are kind, and great motivational speakers. There are people all over TV, and I'm not one to to bash uh, specific ministries. My heart is to be for the things of God, for the word of God. But here's here's what Jesus is saying. There's going to be a time where we have to stand up for Jesus, and there are going to be things that we say that aren't kind or are perceived as not kind. You see, the Bible, in the day and age in which we live, it still teaches that marriage is between one man and one woman. The Bible still teaches that murder is wrong and and life begins at conception. You know, I I believe that abortion is a terrible thing. And there are multiple things. We can go down the list. The the Bible says that, that lying is still sin. The Bible says that fornication and adultery is wrong. In our day and age, there has to be a time where we take the word of God and we rightly divide it. And there are times where we have to say things, we have to stand up for things that just are not right. And so the Bible says this, and Jesus is the one who's saying it in in Matthew, uh, sorry, Luke, uh, verse number uh, 26. He says, woe unto you when men, when all men shall speak well of you. What he's saying is, is that, if you've backed off of truth and you've stopped stating the truth and you're, you're compromising your beliefs so that others will just get along with you and others will think well of you, he said, just remember you're grouped in with the false prophets. The false prophets catered their message so that people would like them. Now, my friend, I know that this may have felt a little heavy, and I, and I don't want to end being so heavy. But could I encourage you today to consider these four woes, consider our attitudes towards the things of God and stand up for the things of God and be encouraged that as you go about your day today, that they didn't receive Christ. And so they're probably not going to receive you. But I would much rather stand before God knowing that I did everything I possibly could to represent him well. And yeah, there are things that we can disagree about that are probably not that big of a deal. But if we never stand up for God, we are grouped in with people who never stood for God. May you have a wonderful day. God bless, and may you have a great day in the Lord. I hope you were encouraged by the Word of God today and challenged to dig deeper on your walk with the Lord. It is my prayer that you find strength each day digging deeper into God's Word. If you're looking for more resources, you can find them on thedailydig.org. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to the next time on The Daily Dig.